So just take care of yourselves and um, just know that it's uh, a small one, not a big one, and this will pass. And consider it our opportunity to figure this stuff out ahead of time and start to be more prepared for it. So much love and enjoy this wonderful conversation with AOE. Hello. Oh my gosh. It is a Mintakan miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I would like chat with you a little bit first and everything else, but I feel like since we got connected, I'm just going to start us off with a bang right now. Because <laughs> um, I know that you have an event later. What time do you need to be done so I don't keep you too long? Oh, no, I, I tried to get, make sure I had a chunk of time. So if okay. it, by around five, it's great. Um, okay. I can, I, uh, well, I, my time, five, my time. Cause I know your time yes. is uh, yes. an hour ahead of me. So yeah, so six years. Yes. <laughs> All right. That sounds great. Um, but, so, I mean, we don't have uh, to go that long wherever, but there's, but I don't have to like cut off too quick. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right. So, uh, listeners, Xanadu Collective, my galactic groovers, this is Andrea Landry, Grooving Goddess. And I have one of my uh, woo besties, a multidimensional uh, angels on earth, AOE uh, angel on earth with me today. Welcome. Thank you so, so much. I am so incredibly happy to finally get to do this with you. I know that for the longest time since last year, I think we've been chatting and investing in a way and getting all of this amazing energy work done together. And 
finally now the timing is right and everything's lined up perfectly <laughs> so it so truly has <laughs> it truly has um I mean, beyond all of your wonderfulness, which we'll get to in a minute, the the Aww. biggest reason that I wanted to have you on because, is because I've been having um, the different people who over the last year were pivotal uh, contacts that provided uh, services through through their gifts that helped me unlock parts of myself and you were definitely one of those people and um what was so awesome about it was that um we did this amazing thing where we we were sort of like it was almost like we were in this um like cosmic quickening uh, relay race where we kept handing each other the baton. And so it was sort of like, okay, that's your turn. You be the mentor. Okay. Now here, take this back. <laughs> Only it wasn't like a conscious thing. It would just kind of magically happen. And it was so wonderful. And I know um, it made all the difference. And I, I think that that energy being generated attracted lots of other really wonderful people and uh yeah it's an exciting time right now for sure um absolutely and I felt the same I 100% the same way just that constant like passing the baton back and forth the crazy timeline stuff that was to this day, continuing, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're always, uh, you know, in sync with different things and with the messages we're getting. And um, so I was going to say, because you had mentioned on, I, I think it was your most recent episode. Uh, it also might have been a live. Um, AOE has a wonderful podcast called AOE Angel on Earth, and she has so much great content on there, especially for people who have just decided something's different than what they thought beyond the five senses, you know, or maybe just, you know, like kind of believed in ESP and different things, but had never really uh, thought about angels or dragons <laughs> or any of those kinds of things. And um, you have such a wonderful way of explaining all of these different aspects to people and really helping people get through that awakening process. Thank you so much for saying that and for sharing that. I, I really appreciate it. And it is it is meant to be a resource for anybody as well as any of the other places you can find my stuff. It's really a resource to help anybody waking up and coming to terms with how reality is not as we've been led to uh, see it <laughs> so for so long. <laughs> yep. And so, you go it, ahead been a ride no no it's cool. I was just gonna say it's been a ride and I definitely didn't I didn't know where it was going when it started my guides pushed me off the ledge early on to at least jump start on that and I'm glad they did I'm, I know they always have a reason <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know same here too because we both I think we both started our podcast last year we both uh had both maybe been like doing some stuff online but not really a ton yet and, and kind of weren't feeling like oh yeah I need to be out there doing this and then the growth over the last year of so many community members has just been tremendous and it's a good thing because boy there's a lot of incoming <laughs> <There's> <laughs> 
there's going to be an exponential awakening happening over the summer for sure. Definitely during this um, eclipse and retrograde season. Um, but you were talking about the wind and how it's been extra windy and you mm. feel like it's clearing energy. And we have been having the same thing happen here in my area. I've, I've seen other people's lives just kind of from different uh, locations. And it seems like almost everybody's in a windier condition than normal. And um, my thought was also that it's just sort of literally helping us clear out some of the dense energy and the shadow stuff that we've been reviewing the last few weeks and dealing with. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. That's really how my take has been. I'm glad you've been feeling it too. It's great to have confirmation from other magical beings and energy workers because it's like that. It's like we have that knowing inside of us where we kind of know the answer, but we just don't want to accept it fully or think that we're necessarily the one that has the answer or the right thing. So it's always helpful to have <laughs> that like <laughs> mirroring of Oh, you see it too. Okay, it's really there. <laughs> and I think I you know, like anything that has been silenced for a long time, whether it's a gender or an identity or um a color of skin or a religion or you know, whatever it is, a practice, um, you know, witches throughout the ages. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whatever it is, if one you've been, we've been conditioned over so many generations in the human experience to be silent and not mm -hmm. to trust our own uh, intuition, not to trust our own guidance, um, in order for us to be more easily controlled by, you know, the um, mm -hmm. the driving force behind manipulative reality that creates capitalism and racism and all the isms. Um, but uh, it's just amazing to me, the, the validation, that's the thing, is it's like the more of us that connect, it's just like a circuit. Um, mm -hmm. I see us as all these little points of anchoring light that are either already online or coming online. And the more of us that connect together, the more we amplify each other. And then the more people wake up. And so it's just this beautiful process happening and I still need validation I mean and I think that's part of what kind of keeps the people who I see coming up now and stepping up now to help others is that none of us are out there saying you know I'm the guru I know everything <laughs> <laughs> I'm right and everyone else is wrong it's a much more it's a much more humble um just knowing inside and listening to those voices uh, of your guides and your higher self and then connecting with others who are doing the same. And then that's where you get that validation. And because, you know, I, I rarely take like full credit for any idea I have anymore, <laughs> which is totally <laughs> different than my former self. <laughs> I totally get that I'm the same way because I'm like I know I know we're all kind of hitting on the same stuff like at the same time like right around mm -hmm. the same time which is makes sense those are when the energies are available to detect it's just it's just incredible how many of us are hitting on the same stuff and getting the same downloads all like right in the same time frame and so close together yeah it really is um 
just all of it. And speaking of which, throat chakra, I mean, that has been all over everybody's readings, their channelings, their lives. And for me personally, I've been getting that a lot as, uh, you know, so we're, we're getting the message constantly that we need to speak our truth, speak our truth, speak our truth, use our voice. So I wanted to plug before I even get into more like exciting in-depth stuff uh, that you have a throat chakra activation next weekend. Yes. People yes. can come to and um, uh, I'll be sure to share that. Uh, when I share the episode, because I'm determined to get this out on Monday, no later than Monday, because I really highly recommend people go. <laughs> I would be there for sure. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much. I am so excited about that. And I really appreciate the plug. It's, and it's so something I've become like super passionate about, like the whole throat chakra as it, the energetic system, the way we're using it. And, and my guides are just kind of like dropping the, this activation. I think that the perfect timing for us mm-hmm. is just like really have this focused energy that we can just use to our advantage if we let ourselves. And yeah, I'm excited for that. I know. I feel like I think you have an activation or, or you have a. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I kind of it's- funny. We scheduled them so that they're like uh, not on the same day. I think we managed to do that. <laughs> But definitely not at the same time, just without talking to each other. But mine, yeah. I bravely decided on the day Mercury goes retrograde <laughs> to um, <laughs> a multidimensional expansion workshop. It's my first one uh, where I'll be talking about some of the ways that I have managed to connect to the all and how how that pro like what the stages of that process have been for me and how it just continues to expand and develop. Um, and I, I mean, what happened to me last weekend, I recorded an episode about it and some people listen, they know, but it, it was like, uh, it's, it's still very hard for me to describe. I think it's probably similar to like what, what you saw in the beginning when you started seeing the light codes and, and um, opening up the chakras and cleaning out the stuff and then packing them back in and, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, Um, pretty crazy stuff. It's like so hard to describe what it is like to be in some of those states. And the thing that's really cool about it is just like we're all unique in so many of the other ways and we're all truly you know not in the negative way these these snowflakes um Mm -hmm. that uh there's so many different ways it expresses itself like it looks different for me than it does for you and that's Mm -hmm. how we get all the different modalities and all the different um takes on it so that uh whatever one doesn't you know work for one person will work for another and there's plenty of tools and uh stuff out there to help support people's growth and ascension um so yeah i'm really excited to do that and then when i get my patreon going and by the way everybody another plug um aoe's patreon is really great and it's called the dragon den so how could that be any cooler (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i'll be starting i'll be setting mine up uh to start 
uh, June 1st, because, you know, if you start it um, towards the end of the month, then everybody pays for like three days and I don't want to do that. But I'm going to get that going for next month. And then the um, both the <laughs> sensuality and pleasure workshop uh, and the multidimensional workshop will be two things that I offer uh, every month in my Patreon. And that way it'll be more of a and people from outside will still be, you know, invited to um, pay to attend and come as well. But it will be uh, nice to have maybe a consistent group that kind of gets together and is working on the same things. And because then, you know, as you know, you've kind of all been training us in various things and teaching us stuff that you are more expert in or interested in. And um uh, that's what I'll be doing too. And that way I can have more foundational information and then we can get into, um, more in-depth stuff. And I think it'll be, uh, I, I learn by teaching and that is one of the ways in which human beings learn. And so I think all of this exchange of, uh, teaching and information and, you know, working as a collective and classes and workshops and things is, is so um, expanding. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Very activating. <laughs> yeah. I, so much so is, and I, that is all going to be so amazing. And I cannot wait to see that just come to life because I know that you have such a beautiful energy and having you share that with more people can only really help this whole Ascension process for everyone's sake. <laughs> Thank you. That, that means a lot to me. And I, you know, I feel like I love that most of the people who are um, creating their businesses right now uh, are doing it from a place of developing levels of access with enough information available for people who really, you know, can't afford to do any more than um, watch the lives on IG or listen to our podcast that we're giving people enough tools so that as many different people have access as possible, um, which is not how you know, woo, new age, any of this stuff used to be, it used to be very, uh, it would come from a place of privilege. Most people were priced out of it, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a business of, of a different kind. It was, you know, more like a, an MLM <laughs> than a, um, mm -hmm. than a, uh, growth promoting thing but um I want to talk about when I first encountered you and it was really funny because you're not on Facebook and so I think somebody else had posted maybe a link to your podcast in one of the Facebook groups that I was in and I, I saw it and I was like oh that's really cool and then I think I may have listened to it and liked it and then I happened to um just another friend uh I think it might have been Zephyr I think she's the one who hooked us up actually um <laughs> but the first time I saw one of your lives you were using the pendulum um if you want to learn more about using pendulums everybody she has lots of great content about that um but you were using your pendulum and I mean when you're doing it 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 
it's just, it's magical, you know, and people see it and they go, wow, magic is real. <laughs> because, and so the, but the thing that was so wonderful about it is it was, it was an activation for me also because I remembered, I remembered that when I was a child that, uh, because I was lucky to come from a, a an awake family. They were highly dysfunctional, but they were <laughs> awake. <laughs> uh, and so they would, you know, all be sitting around the kitchen table having seances and asking questions with people's wedding rings on a chain. And oftentimes they would make me hold it and ask me to do it oh, because God. I was particularly... Um, energy kinetic <laughs> like, <laughs> like it seemed like I had all the tellas but I think you you need to have a certain amount of uh that telekinetic sort of conduction in your body um to have that come through in a mm -hmm. in a powerful way in a pendulum so don't be surprised if you go to reach for something one day and it flies <laughs> off a shelf that just means you're getting telekinetic um but anyway, so it took me right back to that place in my childhood and how magical all this stuff is. And I, I think at the time that I saw that, I was, you know, kind of like uh, two thirds of the way through the pandemonium and maybe in a little more like a like feeling like, oh, my God, this shadow work and all this processing of everybody's <laughs> feelings world and and then the fire was happening and you know there was just so much going on I was feeling really I think bogged down in the the work of the ascension journey which is what I was calling it at the time and it was such a breath of fresh air and it helped snap me out of forgetting that all of this is magical and and you know and that we're magical Mm -hmm. totally and I I love the pendulum for that it's like it it just it brings to our our 3d world the 5d excitement and like is that can that actually be can that actually happen and then like when you start doing it because I wasn't I wasn't into all of this stuff a long time ago I've always it was always weird I had the connection to the higher self and everything since I was I can remember and it's been guiding me ever since, but I never really stopped to like process much of that until more recently. And then the pendulum stuff was like, just kicked it over the edge too, just because it was like, Oh my goodness. Wow. Pendulums. You know, that's when we say pendulums, it's like, okay, yes, we're playing with a pendulum, but it's like, that's the connection to your higher self, to your guides, mm -hmm. whoever you're asking your questions to. And it's like, it is the connection between the veils and it's got, it's got, you know, you have all the answers with you always, but it's so nice to see the visual confirmation sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it really is. I can tell you so far since I've picked it back up again, it's never wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, and for other people, it's also never wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, highly recommend that. And so then, you know, we started and then I was like, oh, she's into dragons. And I had just mm -hmm. gotten um, 
my my dragon oracle deck and uh, and so we just kept going back and forth like that for a while and then I, I'm trying to remember because I think it was in October around the same time that we had that freak snowstorm and then I fell on my ass literally twice and whacked my head, <laughs> which wasn't the best, but that whacking of the head for people who want to hear about that is called two falls, one butt. <laughs> um, that like prompted me to have my first uh, real... Um, channeling experience with Mintaka that was what shook that loose for me (laughs) that that was an amazing time and and I feel like that was when you were talking about reconnecting with that healing I don't know if you'd call it a prayer or if it's more of like a uh and maybe you can remind me of the name of it but it's that it's that dance and that beautiful song for healing with Gaia like infinite energy loop that you create thank you um it's called well and see that's the thing it keeps evolving and I'm probably gonna have to rename it some more because (laughs) how this out (laughs) I mean some of it goes back to childhood because you you do um AOE does these beautiful lives on IG with light codes which are movements with hands and there's also energy and things that we're seeing when that's happening that we can't show you obviously but it's very similar but um the from the time I was little uh I would I would do certain things like I my you know childhood friend and I would practice Reiki on each other and we didn't know that's what we were doing it was just this instinctive thing that we were doing and we would draw symbols and we just knew sacred geometry and we would um we would move I would move my hands and my body in such a way when I was small and I was either feeling unsafe or the adults around me were losing their shit um (laughs) And I, because I, I don't know, I guess I just instinctively knew, oh, this will calm things down. <laughs> and I, it was probably mostly a survival mechanism and just made me feel better and feel safe uh, and protected. But I think it also seemed to have a side effect on whoever was around me that it would calm down the room kind of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, fast forward to growing up, you don't start going into the office, um, waving your hands around and rocking and doing things <laughs> like that <laughs> in the board meeting. Losing his mind. Um, wish I'd had a pendulum in my pocket back then. Uh, but anyway so fast forward to October and I knew that there was um something to to sound healing and I had been working on that theory and tones in the body and you were doing it at the same time too in your own way which was mm-hmm. so totally um and then uh the channeling that I had after the head injury <laughs> that's so crazy. um the channeling that I had the first channeling happened as the result of listening to um the, the first time I connected with Gaia really the channeling happened the next time but I connected with Gaia and then 
when I did that and I felt that connection, that's when I zoomed off to Mintaka for a, a minute. Uh, and I wasn't there very long that time, but um, the, uh, okay, where am I? So let's see. So I'm in the tub. Okay. So it was Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. In the meantime, I had had, <laughs> and so I had been listening to that in the tub and that um, put me in that state where I could connect with the earth. And I felt that connection to the whole planet uh, for the first time, really. And mm. it, it's the, so emotional and the most beautiful feeling. Um, so uh, after I had that experience, um, I also remembered something that had come to me during the first Reiki I had last year with um Jesse, uh, magpie song healing from Australia. Um, during the fire, she offered to uh, give me some long distance Reiki because I was having such a hard time breathing. Um, mm. And so she did some Reiki for me. And one of the things that happened when I was in that trance is that my hands started moving in the ways that I did when I was a child that I've forgotten and I started hearing the um and so for the longest time I was like trying to look because I knew what Shanti is in you know uh Hinduism but I I knew that that wasn't exactly and so I finally came to the the conclusion that it was just light language and um then uh I had my first channeling from Mintaka and the voices that I heard, the voice was like many voices in unison and like mm -hmm. all different tones uh, through the different octaves that run between the chakras in the body. And so um, like that kind of set me off and running and I became, because I am a, a song writer, I think people know that. Um, so I found, uh, an existing beat that I, that felt right to me and I wanted to use. <laughs> and then, um, I put the chant and the light language together and I created this music with, um, super harmony so that it covers, uh, every possible note between, you know, that covers eight octaves. So, um, could, because I can sing four octaves and so it, you know, expanded out my voice and because I was trying to make the same kind of sound that I had heard, what their voice sounded like to me. And so I created the music and then I put that out first and I was, I was still doing the visualizing of the pink bubble and expanding out my energy and, uh, but the dancing hadn't happened yet. And then um, all of a sudden <laughs> I had another. Um, oh, I, I think this may have been because I, I can't remember which came first. Your session where we unwound everybody's chakras and then put them all back in. I'm going to have you explain <laughs> better than what I just said. It's a good thing. And then. Uh, 
like it just clicked for me and I remembered this all of the different movements because there was this other thing that I used to do that I started in my late 20s where I would face the four directions and breathe in, you know, pulling my hands down and then pushing out and then turning to the next. And I would do it, you know, three times in each of the four directions. And that was how I cleared energy and made, um, you know, made myself feel protected and grounded and all that. Um, so what wound up happening is this, I wound up calling it a love expansion dance because I haven't come up with a good name yet. Right. <laughs> and the amazing thing about it was, is that rotation of the four directions three times, along with the hand movements of the light codes and Shanti Anovia fit exactly perfectly with the song that they had helped me write just a few weeks before. Of course, they line that up perfectly for you, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And this is why I say I do not take credit for things anymore <laughs> because there are so many pieces to me putting these things together. And um, was it? Yeah, it was my live earlier. I was doing my live um Xanadu Collective reading the Soul Action Plan, and I pulled cards for the few people that were there. And um, one of the cards that came up, <laughs> uh, we were talking about it, and I, you know, and helping the person. And then in the process of doing it, all of a sudden, I went <laughs> and sorry for all the swearing, but lately <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. So but I went holy shit <laughs> about this thing that I have been doing because I started using you may have seen that I started uh going through the power deck which came out like 30 years ago mm -hmm. um and it's called sisterhood of the shields mm -hmm. there's 44 shields um and then the 45th is yourself. So there's 45 cards. And I realized <laughs> when I was talking about the cards to the people that were there and I was pulling them for that the cards are divided into the four directions and the oh, 12 houses, <laughs> you know, 12, <laughs> four times 12, 44 <laughs> and a bit or 11 I mean four times 11 is 44 and then you get so anyway um I'm I only just thought of this this morning and I'll be incorporating that at some point and so that's why I say I think I may need to change the name of it because oh, I think it's something else on top of it's new it's evolved and um being able to understand that the North is your spiritual self. Uh, the East is your mental self. The South is your physical self. And the West is your emotional self while you're doing that dance and bringing in all that unconditional love and expanding out your energy field. I think it's going to make it a much more powerful, intentional, uh, thing absolutely i think i think it will continue to evolve as well uh, just be as by the nature of your expansion 
And as you, as you kind of begin to access and re well, reaccess many of your energy centers and you're starting to like your energy body's growing and the connections we have to each other and the planet are, are continuing to just increase so fast. Mm-hmm. And when this happens, like w- we have to tap into newer or advance our modalities for healing and to incorporate all of the new connections and centers that we are starting to, to get access to. And I think that makes so much sense. Like it'll just continue evolving with it and, and being able to support and facilitate the healing process as, as it proceeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about all these developments because I'm starting to see, you know, for a while, it's mostly been helping me, which is good. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Anybody out there going through this, you don't have to go out and help the whole world. <laughs> just, Heal yourself. That's the most important thing in the beginning. Yeah, you you know, the one, the one that's inside of you that needs to be taken care of first. (laughs) Yeah, but there are some of us who know or have known most of our lives that you know this is what we've been training for, so to speak. Like Mm -hmm. we're supposed to be doing this now, and we're supposed to be helping people. And so when you start to get the feedback and start to make those connections and see things actually helping others um it's just so rewarding Mm -hmm. Uh, so explain what it was that we did that made me have um my truly immersive like almost virtual reality mintaka traveling experience (laughs) (laughs) sure absolutely so Here's what that was. (laughs) What was happening to start with, I, so I've started to get into a lot more things like, but I just keep, I keep picking things up as I'm being called. So I got, I got the calling for the breath work. So I, I did all of the training, became a breath work instructor. I'm starting up to do um, a yoga and yoga instructor, instructor training and whenever I pick these up, I really love to integrate them with the energy works that I do. And my guides have been calling me to do some form of energetic expansion and activation for the, for the chakra system. And so using breath work as a modality to kind of help bring all of the individuals participating into a state where the energy centers could be accessible that that was the that was like the way to start things off because I needed to and the same for myself. Mm. This is something my guides have done with me too. Is just there needs to be an open like a level of openness where you're not that you're dissociated and it doesn't require you know uh, although the plant medicines are beautiful and very mm. amazing things it doesn't require you to take anything. It just needs you to be in an energetic state that you can allow this work to be done on you. Mm-hmm. And all of the work often is being done in conjunction with either the individual's own guides with some of our galactic families. So sometimes different light beings that are just kind of collaborating with us, or sometimes it's archangels and I'll be channeling some of the energies of the archangels through to share as part of the healing process. And the actual work itself, the, the, intriguing spectrum of things that I was seeing was this whole experience where in order to access 
certain parts of the chakra system, my guides were walking me through kind of like the unpackaging process of the different chakras. And and what that turned into was what they'd show me is this big grid of energy that they'd open up the like kind of unroll the chakra, like just a given chakra out in front of me. And they'd mm-hmm. show me this like light network of, that was like of that was just kind of emanating and just kind of running across the grids. And then there would be sometimes areas where there's less less energy, less light, and it's kind of like there's some damage there. There's some healing that needs to be done or some repair. And often we work on the chakra system as just kind of the outer shell almost. So, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. It's, it's, we, we have to do work at all levels anyways, but I had yeah. no idea what else was like, there. You're explaining it a little bit like it was like the, like the microbial DNA of the chakra system. Yeah, <laughs> <Like you> just- <laughs> yeah, that was the really cool. So this was something I hadn't, I hadn't like read about, learned about, or like in textbooks, people didn't like. This isn't like a normal thing. So it was just, it was all extremely new to me at the time. But they had showed me that within the chakra system, there are these cells that are essentially stem cells of. The chakra. Yes, the word. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no. But but there is but there is an aspect. So th- there was an integration, and depending on the particular chakras you're looking at, and depending on what damage is done, there is actually some level of like mitochondrial information, which is so in biology you have your cell, and it has different structures. Inside of each, you know, mammalian cell, there's these little mitochondria that are the powerhouse of the cell. And the interesting thing is that particular organelle is something that you receive only from your maternal side. So your maternal lineage is where you get that DNA from that's passed on from generation to generation. Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333 and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand then I have a grief mediumship another 30-minute reading and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that my um, specialty seems to be in that area getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, 
which are 7777 as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. The mitochondrial DNA is always the maternal DNA. And mm. so one of it, I think it happened to be in that particular, like, you know, chakra stem cell, we were doing some healing on, I believe maybe some of the mitochondrial DNA, which was also kind of like that maternal lineage and healing for the family line. And we all have different damage in different areas. You know, we all have our own unique traumas. So. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we have different stuff that gets worked on. And so each of us might have a different part of the cell that's getting worked on or something during these sessions. But, but across the board, we all have like a level of damage that we've taken to different um, chakra specific cells. But one of the things that we find in practice is we keep having to clear away energies or blockages or or traumas, but we feel like they keep coming back and we haven't quite cleared them where we're doing working so hard to get rid of it or at least to release it or integrate it. And it's just not clicking. Sometimes when we're doing that, we just are, we feel like we're just notoriously clearing away the same thing we just cleaned up yesterday. That can be because we have the trauma that's actually based on the energy system stem cell. So at the stem cell level, that's where the damage is done. And that's where we're carrying, you know, generations of of damage. Again, we agreed to take on in this lifetime Mm -hmm. in order to heal, but that's where it's stored. And so we keep thinking we're doing the work by, and we are, but it's temporary because the stem cells regenerating the rest of the chakra system, like the chakra system is is similar in some ways to the human body. So we aren't ever Mm -hmm. the same cells that we were, you know, some extended period of time back because our, our cells are always turning over. Mm -hmm. Same with the energy system. We're not, the energy system you see today is not the same as it was 10 years ago. It's a brand new energy system, but what stays is the stem cells. And mm-hmm. so we constantly take hits and damage. And, you know, we do things like we channel energies that we didn't know we could, and we have fun. And sometimes in the process, we might get a little damage and stuff. And so mm-hmm. we're learning how to handle the energies, but it's okay. Our systems will regenerate. But the mm-hmm. thing is what we don't address many times is that stem cell. And so if we can target it, then we can like much more fully integrate and clear the energies and correct the, the, whatever went wrong in that particular system and allow ourselves to continue moving forward. Cause sometimes you just feel like you're like, you're kind of walking into a wall and hitting yourself over and over again. Oh, right. <laughs> Everyone listening is like nodding their head. Going, oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, are you still doing those? Uh, um, 
am. So that's one of the things we'll be doing during the throat chakra activation. We'll be working specifically on that system. But I, I honestly, it's funny that you actually, it's really, and I'm not even kidding. Like, like this, it's crazy. The synchronicity that you're asking me this today, because my guys <laughs> had this whole conversation with me earlier today where they're like, we are asking you, like you've had an, enough times now to keep doing your activation events and you keep doing these things, but we need you to actually officially set up shop and start offering this to people so that yeah. they can help them. <laughs> and I was yeah. probably just been like kind of tucking it away as like an event in amongst other ones. And so I mm-hmm. slowly started offering it as more of like a group thing, but I'm probably in the next month gonna put it up on the website as like an official session that people can book one-on-one because I know I know it helps people in the groups but there is I know I'm getting this calling where and they've been giving me space they haven't pushed me Mm -hmm. yet because they're like they they needed me to be confident that I knew and believed what I was doing and seeing enough that I could actually offer it to people. So they're like pushing me to do that now. Yeah. And I understand why. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so interesting. <laughs> See, <laughs> folks, this is what we've been doing for almost a year now since we've known each other. But um, mm. I had my own. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, upgrade of understanding about how to help do um help facilitate self gentle somatic release from the body your physical body and it's kind of like when you were talking I was thinking to myself I'll be darned because you're talking about damage and trauma right in mm-hmm. the cells and, and the mitochondria and how um, your your, you know, energy body stem cells, your chakra stem cells. Um, it's almost like an energetics, like a somatic release from your energetic body, like from your chakra system. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and it's so amazing. You're doing your somatic release work right now, because this is like the it, there's such a, a supportive energy for this release of the traumas mm-hmm. that everyone's been carrying in their physical bodies so that it's like that goes hand in hand it's like you you want to do both because if you do one but you don't do the other then you you may have cleared it at the stem cell level so great for next generations but then you yourself need to do the release work in your lifetime for what's in your body. Well, you don't need, no one needs to do anything, just whatever they feel called to do. But (laughs) 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 go and wind yourself and release everything right now, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, whatever people are feeling like it's coming up and is ready to, it's just like the onion, you know, like one layer at a time, this work gets done, but you have to do like, if you don't, if you do only the stem cell, you don't do this, you know, this, the other thing you suck in your body, if you do the body, but you don't do the stem cell, then you clear the body, but then you kind of regenerate the same problems with the stem cells. And so it's like, it's like a very holistic approach to energy clearing and, and healing for the ancestral lineages and, and all of, all of it. Cause we, we took on so much in this mm-hmm. lifetime just say, Hey, let me, let me do my part. No, it's let me do my part and my part of the world's part 
because that's needed at this time. And it's no one's fault. It's just that's where the world is. We have to kind mm-hmm. of move energy fast. Yeah. Well, the human experience had to evolve to one where we could learn how to rise above fear and survival in order to do any of it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just really, before the last century or so, they're they're there wasn't any support for that you know it was like (laughs) shut up or i'll give you something to cry about and pull yourself up by your bootstrap (laughs) so people like most of their um spiritual practices that were outside of uh what was deemed appropriate throughout you know the last few thousand years um they uh you know it was it was pretty much relegated to like um seances and and psychic mediumship but not that there's anything wrong with any of those things either Mm -hmm. but what i mean is like there was never there was never this this oh we can heal all these things that happen to us because it's always been like either you stuff away everything that ever happened to you and don't deal with that and never talk (laughs) about it you know or you got to be the extreme of um i am i can't function in the world and i'm just a messed up person now so it was was like there was no in between and no working on yourself and not a Mm -hmm. whole lot of resources um the mintaka chakra oh and by the way speaking of all the different somatic stuff we're talking about looks like um you know, we're layering on that pie of things we will probably eventually be collaborating on (laughs) because because we keep having things like that, that tie together. Um, When I was in your uh, chakra clearing and balancing earlier, part of the reason I said Mintaka chakra was because you talked about the whisker chakra and then you were talking about, um, you know, Lyrans and cat people and um, also Mintakans uh, in the dragon den and um, Serafina, when she and I uh, did our swap cast about um, Mintaka and the Orion Wars, um, we, in, in the process of that conversation, she shared that, Um, Because she's a Reiki master and she sees, you know, does energy work and sees people's chakras. And she said that uh, Mintakans in particular had, and and this is true from what I've seen in in my trips there um, to the planet uh, in trance states that I haven't really, um, you know, I hadn't really thought about what they look like and I hadn't heard about this before but as soon as she said it I was like oh that makes sense because they they harmonize with all creation they harmonize with each other and they have like this sensory organ almost like a third eye only not and it's um kind of in the bridge of the nose area and so when yeah and so Serafina has seen this in every person that she's ever worked on that she also could tell that they were Mintakan, that that was their, um, their origin most likely. Um, and so part of what I saw in my travels, uh, is that that is activated by tones 
that they make and they each have their own individual uh, tone, even though that sounds impossible because in our perception here, there's only so many notes, right? And there's like the scale of, but somehow (laughs) they all manage. That makes sense. They have their own unique signature. They have their own unique, almost like in Happy Feet with the heart songs of the penguins, you know? (laughs) And so, they are communicating with each other and with the water because the water sings and is its own entity. Um, They all use that sense organ to communicate with each other and to harmonize together. Um, And that is the sound that I hear where it sounds like so many voices together. That is so amazing. I love that. And that's perfect for the, uh, like, so for the chakra, the group chakra clearing and balancing we do, it's, it's like a bunch of different chakra systems and energy systems mixed together that we're clearing and balancing just to try to incorporate anyone who might be of a particular background and origin or, or resonate more with one of the energy centers than the other. And, and so we just do this for everybody, which is, I feel like a great thing for everyone, but one, the newest one that got added today, uh, thanks to you, we have the, <laughs> the Mintaka chakra that we're now clearing. <laughs> which is just like perfect and it's like we kind of say like it's like you know the the chakra slash the energy center whatever is equivalent in that energy body and Mm -hmm. because our guides know what we mean you know we we don't always know exactly what we're saying but they know what we mean (laughs) yep absolutely and so uh since i figured that out um it's interesting because i would get what i would describe as like a third eye headache <laughs> it would almost be like I was I like it felt like that was being overloaded and then once I figured out that I had this other energy center um you know on my face um and I figured out what my own personal tone was and it's not like sometimes it's changes it's not like you only get one tone but there's you know there's your personal signature and then there's different things that you do to stimulate things in the body and your energy systems and in your chakras but uh once i figured that out and was able to connect with that i stopped having those um third eye headaches when i was trying to um meditate or channel or mind meld with a small insect during a fire (laughs) (laughs) because that was one of the crazy things that happened to me too uh i don't think you've shared about them oh maybe you have and i just missed it the 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 mind meld with the with the insects but everything else that makes so much sense (laughs) yeah i did a while ago um but i mean this was like right when i started the podcast pretty much so it was quite a while ago and it may have been lost in the midst of a card reading episode or something (laughs) but what happened is uh i live in colorado i I think most people who listen to me probably know that by now, but for anyone who's new, I live in Colorado and we had, it's now the second largest, but for a while there, it was the first largest wildfire in state history, huge amount of acreage and like 10 miles from my house. So it was very toxic here, very smoky, um, very dense. And so all of the, the birds and the insects and everything were being driven away from the fire area by the smoke. Uh, 
So I, I had this, and this was after I whacked my head a few times. <laughs> you know, no, way to cement something that you expect people to believe. Um, and I did hit my head. <laughs> but <laughs> um, So anyway, I was out in the backyard and um, I was sitting in a chair. Uh, I think I had already, yeah, I already had Sophie. And so she was out there, you know, walking around and doing her business. And so I was just sitting outside and I looked down at the bench in front of me and there was this little, um, like a, a flying beetle, a wood beetle. And I, I looked at it and it was, it was such a strange experience because I, at first I was like, what did someone slip me? <laughs> it felt a little bit like I was having some kind of a hallucinogenic experience, but I, I realized since then with more understanding it, part of what's happening is your natural DMT production is being stimulated when you're channeling and when you're doing a lot of that stuff. Um, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it can feel really trippy at first when you <laughs> don't, because it's completely disorienting. You know, it's kind of like all of a sudden you're in zero gravity. So what happened is I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at this bug and um, he, I know it's a he because we have a conversation, but he, <laughs> Sounds so That's crazy, really but... normal. No, that makes sense yeah. to I'm hearing this. So, this is sounding completely normal. <laughs> so he walks straight towards me. Because I just said, hey, little guy. And then he walked straight towards me. And so I was like, huh, okay. So I kind of like leaned in a little closer and was just kind of looking at him. And I said, hey, little guy, what's going on? Did you, you know, are you... um are you doing all right? And then all of a sudden it, and this is what happened to me last Sunday when I had that trance slash healing slash, uh, somatic release, uh, primer for my guides mm -hmm. who were training me how to help people map their trauma in the body. Um, I, it was sort of like going through a wormhole really fast and, then and it was like a transition going from I see regular reality now everything is like a grid and now I'm seeing through his eyes oh my gosh yeah and so and and I'm communicating with this insect and so um so we had this conversation and he said could you leave some fruit and water outside for us? Um, you know, and I said, sure, I'd be, you know, no problem. I'd be happy to. And, and, and he said, and try not to kill any of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, which is really funny because like a couple days before I got a little wasp sting. Um, oh. <laughs> And so uh, he said that, and I said, no problem. Uh, just if you could talk to your wasp friends about that and ask them not to sting me, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> because I'm very touched and released, but if they're going to sting me, uh, my doctor says I need an EpiPen now. So, um, you know, let's have a truth. 
all it was almost like kind of like how you have to leave the fae an offering but he was asking for the fruit and the water because you know they were uh it was so dry uh, uh at the time and they were all being driven out of their natural habitat so um and so then i said like i you know i i'm thinking to him so what is what is happening and he just said you're being prepared for something you're being prepared to do this with bigger things and i thought like he meant maybe like larger animals like i was gonna be <laughs> through the eyes of you know animals of the african continent or like things are gonna devolve so far in the pandemonium that <laughs> i would be a three-eyed raven you know um seeing birds and <laughs> seeing through <laughs> bird's eyes and everything. <clears throat> um, and so I said, okay, wow, cool. And then uh, that's when I started having the channeling experiences after that. And every time that amps up a level, it's like that experience of going through a wormhole really fast, like they show you in a movie and then you're seeing the, uh, uh, <laughs> what people describe they see on dmt you know mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and like just very holographic very beautiful that's pretty cool. um last weekend the thing that i saw was two points of light in my field of vision and then they told me to soften my focus and let those merge in the center and then it became a big golden eye with a bunch of other eyes in it and then started talking to me. <laughs> so it was quite, <laughs> quite exciting. Um, it really is. Yeah. I'm... So that was my bug experience. That was pretty wild. Um, I feel like my, uh, it's not so much my throat chakra as I think it's my allergies because I just remembered I don't think I took Zyrtec uh, yet today. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> we have cottonwood trees here and so they start blooming and it's just you know i think inhaling small particles in anybody's lungs would be irritating mm -hmm. especially um, with so much light hitting every i mean it's like the combination of like the earth is is kind of not irritate like i don't want to say irritating in a bad way but like it's agitating stuff in us and then at some level, it's supposed to be, it's kind of like all ascension symptoms. It's like, this is good for me. Are we sure mm -hmm. about that? Yeah. Oh, it's, like, give me a it really Can find is. a more comfortable way to do this? <laughs> really is. I, 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 you're going to have to come back on. I know you, I don't think you've ever had any guests, have you? It's just, you do it solo cast. I haven't. I, yeah. And I'm not against it. I just, that was like the easiest. I, it was my i think me not committing to them at least for for the time being was like my way of not stop like i didn't have an excuse for why i i put something off or didn't edit because right. i for me i like you hear mine i like i leave mine yeah. completely unedited if they well, you know and it, it it is uh it does add a complication factor when you start having guests just because you both mm -hmm. have lives and you have to coordinate that and then if something comes up for one of you you know then you have to reschedule and um it always works out with divine timing but it definitely um <clears throat> can uh be an added layer so it makes total sense to me but what i was going to say is um uh we need to wrap up soon 
on this interview, but I really sure. want to talk to you about grid work. So I would love mm-hmm. for you to talk to me about that again. And um, if any time you want me to just give you a copy of our recording and then you can like swap cast it and just put it out on your channel too, you're welcome to do that. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be super fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm more than happy to do stuff with like, I'd love to have you on mine and have, you know, let out more people that I know get to know about you and all of your work and everything. And I think you've done a phenomenal job maintaining all of the different, like, just being able to collaborate with so many different people and actually have guests that are regularly occurring and all of that. And I, it, it's definitely a skill set. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've had, a, it's kind of funny, like you don't know when it's happening, but from <laughs> adolescence, like my late teens to now, I had all these different twists and turns in my path of being a career woman and being a mom and all the different things that (laughs) all prepared me to do all this stuff. And it's, it's really funny how it's all worked out because, you know, I'm a, I'm like, I'm, I hate to admit this publicly, honestly, and I'm trying not to have an issue about it, but I'm a Gen Xer, but I'm like only four years away from boomerhood. (laughs) <laughs> because that's, that's all that separates me from boomers for four years because they cut off at I think 1965 and I was born in 69 but um you know when you go through your life and you're and and I this is going to sound strange too, but I was fortunate to be told I was dying when I was 17 and that I wasn't going to make it past 25. So what that gave me was, uh, you know, I may have invented YOLO without knowing it. <laughs> just didn't know what <laughs> acronyms and texting would become. But I, the, when I heard that, I was like, okay, I have a completely new agenda and now it's collecting experiences and doing everything I want to do because I don't know how much time I'm going to get. And because I had that in me, I, you know, was always willing to pivot and take chances and all of that. And now to be at this point (laughs) over 30 years later where I'm like, huh, somehow all of that sometimes cockamamie shit made sense. Oh my goodness. But I really want to have a talk about grid work because um, I've, through the collaboration, um, one of the, the things that I have really been honing in on and also being, I'm being called to do is um, put out a call to connect with and um, network with as many grid workers, people who are, you know, grid worker curious, people who <laughs> hear that word and think, huh, what is that? Um, that I, I need to do that. And part of the reason I want to do that is I've been noticing different patterns of having to do with solar weather, uh, astronomical things, um, and then also longitudes and latitudes and placement of people on the globe and everything. And I think um, it would be very beneficial for me to establish and with your scientific background and your um, other business skills, you would be a perfect person for me to collaborate on this with. 
but I want to start recruiting people and develop a survey that they can fill out when they feel like they are experiencing physical grid work symptoms. And uh, I want to compile that in a spreadsheet so that we can start to look for patterns and try to figure out if there is a correlation between some of the things I think there might be. You know, that I love that. And that sounds so aligned and I'm so down because there's, there's like, I literally, uh, this was like last year, I think I was getting these pings to kind of create, it's a, it's a little bit offset from what you're saying, but I, I, I can easily see this all blending together, like really beautifully. And I, I'm all for supporting however I can for, for this vision that you have. It sounds like it would be very helpful to kind of see, are there like energy centers on the planet that we would meet, would be best to kind of give attention to first and kind of like work on together. And, and having that kind of like input from mul- like multiple starseed light workers, whatever it is that they resonate with being called, who are in different regions, just to see if we can hone in on certain things that, that would be best for the collective. And like what I was getting was like making some kind of a, a collective input map for, you know, different energetic it, it kind of ties into the grid oh, stuff yeah. like stuff that people are feeling or stuff that's going on in their I part of the world website and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we need people to sign up and be like a registered user of some variety so that mm-hmm. they can put in patient and that kind of thing yeah. um like with the way then i mean i feel like there's so much there's so much skew in what's presented by the media there's definitely censorship happening right now and sometimes it would just be nice to know energetically speaking what is happening on the other side of the planet without all of the bull crap that's going on in between that's making noise i just want to hear what's really happening (laughs) like energetically like the rest of it is all important and all the rest but i really just want to know energetically (laughs) me too and that that's the thing is um because one of the here's an example of why this thought came to me as something that would be beneficial to do besides all the people on TikTok that are starting to ask me about it. But um, uh, is that I just had a, a fairly newly awake person who she's one of those people that's being shot out of a cannon. And so she's already um, at the, I want to know about grid work. I think I might be doing it point, you know? Gotcha. Um, so the interesting thing, though, though, is that what I realized over the course of this last week, um, that person is in Ohio, I'm in Colorado, uh, Zephyr's in New Mexico, and Seraphine is in Trinidad. And so if you followed a, a section of longitude down the planet, <laughs> because at first I thought it might have something to do with altitude, but I'm the only one at this high of an altitude. So I don't think that has anything to do with it because what happened is first it was the Ohio person. Then it was me. Then it was Zephyr. Then it was Serafina. And then the interesting thing was, is that then like, you know, there was kind of a little bit of a pre and then it sort of like went back upwards and went through all of us again and so it was that's what made me go okay we need to start tracking this stuff and we need to start paying attention to what's happening where and what's happening with the solar weather what's happening with the Schumann resonance what's happening with 
astronomy <laughs> what's happening you know in areas of the world like you're saying like uh, because one thing i can say is that for sure uh every time there's um a cme and a strong solar wind that comes that creates a geomagnetic storm the pacific rim has some earthquakes of sizable amount and the way mm-hmm. i feel it is when that pressure is building I, that's when I start to feel it. And it used to be much more severe. Like I would get a really bad migraine and I would just, you know, feel awful and be tired and kind of just have to lay down most of the time. And, um, now it's not quite, um, that much. I'm mostly just like, gosh, I was going to do stuff, but I guess I'm taking a nap now because I'm so sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) And then as soon as the pressure is released through the earthquakes and the volcanoes and whatever else is happening geologically on the earth at the time, and also sometimes, um, you know, political unrest, uh, those sorts of eruptions and releases of pressure, I feel Mm -hmm. better. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes complete sense. And it's just, it's, it's that connection to the grid work and the activity that's going on. It's just like, you're, you're, you are connected to it. So you're feeling, and I've been, mm-hmm. I've been hit with those waves of things too, just like drain, just drop all of a sudden can't do anything else. And mm-hmm. I like, I honor it now. Like I used to fight it. Now I just honor it. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like I was saying, our new movement is hashtag normalize rescheduling and normalize now. <laughs> because it's what we have to do to get through this Mm -hmm. um tell everybody uh how they can find you we've said your name a bunch but just in case i want to make sure definitely and would it be okay if i if i just throw one more thing out there and i know know yeah go ahead just before i forget and i i just wanted it's been something that's been coming through strong recently i just wanted to share it with everyone it's it's really big focus again on the throat chakra and something that had come through for me recently from my guides was this concept that we we often we talk about speaking our truth and we talk about how we activate other people and how we're being called to do more of that and the 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 really interesting thing that they shared with me and showed me and that actually led to a different offering so i'm like i'll plug it now real quick so i offer oh yes i forgot i was gonna ask you about that thank you oh yeah no problem no problem it's it's called the voice embodiment session and it's on my website which i'll put up on a sec I'll, i'll mention in a second but it's and for the rest of the month of may as long as you book it during the month you can have schedule the appointment for later on that's fine but i think i have a discount at 11 dollars right now or something like that so but it doesn't it doesn't really matter you can find the information if you're being called to it on my website here's what it is it's it's this concept that we we actually are sharing light codes all the time we we know that at some level but my guys were showing me this completely like flip-flop idea that like the reverse of what I've always thought was when we share our words, like when we share, I used to think by talking and sharing messages, that was sharing light codes and it is, but the way we like more effectively are sharing and the way we were designed in our physical bodies is to allow ourselves to speak more in our natural range. And Mm. in doing that, we allow the voice to travel down the throat chakra to the heart chakra and out the heart chakra. And if everyone does, if you don't mind for just a second, you can try it too right now. You you may already, but 
anybody listening, put your hand on your sternum, that bone that connects both of your rib cages. So like right in the front of your chest, when you are able to speak in that lower tone range, that's more of where your natural range is, you begin to feel the vibrations emanating from your heart space. And that is the really beautiful, pure form of light codes that we're sharing when we share our messages. And so when we share our truth and about all of this amazing way that the world works and the universe works and energy work, these words, as they're translated through the vibrations coming out of our heart chakra are a way that we're activating people. And when we, when, and that's when we're fully, much more fully embodied, meaning our soul is in the body. That's the only way you can get the resonance to come through that space purely and, and very, very strongly. When we are afraid or in fear and, and, and lack, and we're in this much, like we're, we kind of come out of our bodies a little bit. Like our soul doesn't stay in the physical body when we're holding a lot of fear that the vibration is just too low for it to be inside. So when we go into this like really high pitched voice and you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have that's if you put your hand there you can't feel that that pulsing that energy that's just emanating from us and mm-hmm. it's not bad it's not like you're doing something wrong if you're talking up here but the many times from for a lot of us that's not where our embodied voice is our embodied voice is is that state where that i mean our whole body is designed to emanate light and to to share frequency. What you're and- saying is exactly right and exactly on. And I'm very excited that you're offering this to people. Um, the The way I experience my voice is that is what happens. Is that where it mm-hmm. comes from? I think the throat chakra itself is more about expression, self-expression, mm-hmm. you know, and on, being honest with yourself and others more so than like you're saying, it's literally about words. And so when you speak the truth with love, um, <clears throat> that's how it comes out. And, oh, are you okay, Sophie? Which matter? Did you just, oh, I'm sorry. She's, I think the skin mm-hmm. on her, um, like on her incision is pulling a little bit if she yawns or opens her mouth mm-hmm. wide because mm-hmm. it's tight and healing from the surgery. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I was going to mention that to you and I'm going to do it. I mean, even if that's it, it, I don't care if I've been doing it my whole life. I just know whatever I engage in with you teaches me so much and uh, only enhances um, what I'm trying to do to help people too. And so I am really excited to work on all these things together. Definitely. Oh, and don't forget. So if you are in the dragon den, which I know you are, I will post the codes Mm -hmm. soon. You guys get a free session. So if you're interested in doing it and you're in the dragon den, you just get to have it for free. Uh, At least I'll I'll probably do that for the next couple months, like for for anybody new joining, but definitely for you and for the current members that I'll have the code posted soon. So you don't have to worry. There are dragon den members. And, and if, uh, you know, everything that AOE has said and she's new to you and you haven't encountered her before, go check out some of her stuff. And if you don't join her Patreon, um, you'll, you'll be missing out. (laughs) (laughs) I thank you for saying, and I almost forgot I should share where I am. So yes, you can find all of my services on the website, which is 
angelintelonearth.com. So it's A-N-G-E-L-O-N, oh, A-N-G-E-L-I-N-T-E-L on earth.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, A-O-E underscore angel on earth. And then if you want to join the Dragon Den, which we'd love to have you, that's on the Patreon. And it's patreon.com slash the Dragon Den. And then uh, also podcast, you can check out my Angel on Earth podcast as well. <laughs> yeah, and have a fabulous link tree on your Instagram profile. Yes. And I'm sure there's links to everything on your website too. Um, if you're looking for something and you're not sure where to go. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. This has been really wonderful. And I can't wait to talk to you again about grid work and helping uh, unite more of us to make the workload for everyone a little lighter. I'm so looking forward to that. And thank you so, so much for sharing this time with me in this space and um, and all of the all of the beautiful energy exchange as well. You too. I love you so much. Have a fun time tonight and we will uh, see you again soon, Groovers. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com if you would like to be a guest on the pod please give us an email otherwise go check us out today on meow podcast it's nothing but fun and a frequency of love So this is one of those times I can be confident and assume you enjoyed that. Hopefully I didn't talk too much because I could listen to AOE all day about what she is doing and what she's into and um, just another smarty pants. How did I get so lucky to meet all of these amazing, um, educated, uh, very intelligent, big thinker, um, woo people is just awesome. And if there's anyone who wants to come on here and talk more sciencey, uh, stuff along with the woo, I would love to hear from you because I have always believed from the time I was a kid and I would tell adults who acted like I was a freak of nature when I would, I don't know, tell them messages from dead loved ones or, you know, tell them something about themselves that I couldn't know unless I was reading their mind, basically, or their energy. And um, <laughs> they would be alarmed because <clears throat> uh, it was really like late 80s, early 90s before people stopped being that way about it. But... Um, 
anyway uh i would tell them it's nothing it's just like i'm a radio and i'm picking up your signal so uh come to the workshops connect with others take care of yourselves if you're having a hard time reach out for support from someone in the community or that you know or your guides and um you know you're doing amazing and thank you so much thank you so much for shining your light and i'm sorry about the ding ding that you're probably hearing in the background uh things are lighting up around here <laughs> I won't just survive Oh, you will see me thrive Can't write my story I'm beyond the archetype I won't just conform No matter how you shake my core Cause my roots, they Victories in my veins I know it, I know it And I will not negotiate I'll fight it, I'll fight it I will transform When, when the fire's at my feet again And the vultures all start Just fight it, just fight it, and be transformed!